Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. And today I'd like to ask the question, why is it important for finance to be a better partner to our HR colleagues, our HR department and so on? Because I put up a LinkedIn post a number of months ago to provoke a bit of debate around whether finance should have responsibility for the HR department or not. Because, you know, if I was to say, how could we be better business partners or to each other, you wouldn't really get the same sort of level of engagement. So over 100 comments later, there were actually some very interesting viewpoints uh, and it allowed us to flesh out perhaps where we could add value more to each other and also to the business. And actually one of the first points raised was from a previous guest mentor of ours, Talita Ferrer, who was actually CFO and head of HR for BMW UK, the automaker. And she was saying to be effective at making change in our organisation, the route to HR was very significant. Although it didn't necessarily mean finance professionals leading HR. Because if you can get partnering within the back office more aligned and aligned not only in servicing and becoming better business enablers for our organizations, but also in helping develop great leaders within those functions, you've got a perfect situation happening in the back office. And from there, you can then drive the organization by partnering with the front end or frontline teams like operations and sales. And for Talita, it was really about three things, strategy, purpose, and people. And of course, in finance, we can help around the accountability on the purpose side, whether that's the profit number or from a not-for-profit perspective, the non-financial key results indicators, or you know, the HR team, they can help ensure the right people are on board, are coming on board. And then the two of us, the two teams, HR and finance, can come together for the execution of strategy from that perspective. And there was another comment actually that linked into this because and that person, their hope was that HR could work in better partnership with finance. So HR could get a better handle on the business and better translate the impact of the numbers on their people agenda. But essentially, you know, the whole point was it requires both coming together, becoming aligned, starting the conversations between finance, which would be the best place to begin. Now, the general view from those making the comments was that you know, yes, it is possible for HR and finance to work on the one function, but that HR was a bit too important on its own and needed its own specialist function. Because if you think about it today, it's it's even getting more prominence and some chief HR leaders, human resource leaders, are ending up at the on the board table as well. It's just the increasing importance of recognition of the people agenda in our organizations. Another good point was actually made by another guest mentor, Johannes Vogel, who said that we really need to get our own house in order first. Because if you think about it, in these current times, business models are shifting so rapidly. Um, demographics are shifting. Generations of, of Y, Z and different types are coming into our organizations. Uh, the, the business contexts are changing. So from a HR talent point, point of view, you know, and also from a competitive point of view, you know, which business models, which types of people do we need to support? And if we look at our own organizations and finance, you know, CFOs, for instance, are finding themselves in a position where they're having to think about what their finance teams are, are need to look like in three to five years' time, you know, versus where we are today. So once we, we get that sort of image, our CFOs have that image, then we need to sort of think, how can we help our people get there? What type of people do we need on board? What requirements are we having from the business and how can we go best support them? Have we got the talent to go and support them?
And yes, I'm sure a lot of it's about getting the basics right, getting our homework done, uh, getting the right systems and so on and so on ready. But I don't think we're going to get there or be credible in working, working with other organizations if we haven't got the human resource team helping us get our own house in order first. And then as we start to work with the rest of the business, there are common areas where we can help. There was another comment actually uh, on the post which mentioned how both the costs and people actions are under our own control. So if we can resolve our own motivation, productivity, stress and attrition issues in finance, if we can sort of do that better, then other organizations might take us more seriously when we talk about human resources. And a lot of those items, they may not necessarily um, be seen so much from a cost perspective, but they are huge cost items for companies and organizations, particularly from an opportunity cost perspective. And finance and HR can play a huge role together to make a difference on that. Um, there was another guest mentor who mentioned about the Farmer Stevenson review. And I think that the, the their work was summarized in, some, in, a, in a white paper called Thriving at Work. And, and the numbers were in, uh, in British pounds, but they were saying... Uh, in the report that the cost of absenteeism was about eight billion pounds sterling the cost of staff turnover was eight billion pounds sterling a year within the uk and it worked out at about 1500 pounds so just under two thousand dollars perhaps per year cost was attributed to um the maybe the lack of mental health or or lack of mental well-being in our organizations so hard to quantify but perhaps high cost that that's perhaps unseen and something we as finance and HR could perhaps bring more to the surface. And on the more practical side, uh, just from my own experience, uh, I remember a time where the operations team, it was a service operation, um, needed to hire some mid-level engineers because its recent graduates were too inexperienced and had a, quite a few number of staff who'd been hired many years ago about to retire. And the thing is, if you didn't have the right mix in the team, there was a threat that customer net promoter score or CSAT would drop. And these actually have a direct link on the future profitability of the business. So to help operations out, the HR team and myself and finance, we worked out the, the various ages, experience profiles, as well as the potential attrition coming and model that. Uh, from the, the staff in the organization, the service team, and highlighted the huge gulf in experience and the risk to customer satisfaction and the perhaps um, cost impact or reduction or opportunity cost impact to profitability. So then the cost of hiring to fill that gap, even though the company was very focused on people staying to budget, it was a much easier story to have because of the impending danger and risk associated to, to the customer experience so, so we were able then to hire in the necessary number of mid-level engineers to cover off that sort of potential experience gap that was required to run a successful services operation. So standing together, we were able to push this through. And I think that's one of the main benefits of the strength of the numbers show and having guest mentors come on and, and other comments on these sort of topical areas is that they can sort of share with us what works and what doesn't work. You know, give us ideas. I'm not saying that all our organizations are the same, but just at least sort of get our minds thinking of perhaps there is a way around this. It may not be the one suggested, but it could be something like that. And if we've already sort of identified things that work, well, doesn't it? it just improves the speed to success. 
and our opportunity to become more influential and make a meaningful impact in our organisations. So look, hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please don't forget to mention to your friends and your colleagues. They can subscribe on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube and Spotify. And we really appreciate you investing your time with us today. So until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep building our strength in the numbers.